What up, world? It's your boy Rio. And your boy E Fights. And this is the Tinted Reality Show. Let's, Let's go. Yo, 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 what up, big homie? What up, big bro? Tinted Reality Show. Back at it again. Episode 19. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. TGIF to your breath. Yeah, we appreciate you guys' patience. We're trying to get back to Tuesdays. It's just, it's gonna be a couple weeks for you. Oh yeah, man, I'm down there slaving for the man. Got me, get, got the, the recording days off, man. Got the we are days off, bro. making things better for the generations behind us. Mm. Legacy, 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 legacy. Exactly. Ah, that's what it's about, bro. That's what it's about, man. You know, I'm, you know, I'm burning it at both ends this week, as you as you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just had that that moment when I'm sitting there. I noticed when I'm working for myself and and grinding for my personal business, I I don't get tired. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm leaning forward in the foxhole. I'm engaging everything that comes, bro. Like, yeah, get it. You get some. Take that. Take that. I'm on my. No matter what you do, you get that renewed renewed energy. Yeah, yeah, real talk, man. But I, hey, as soon as I step in that, the man spot, start working for him, I'm like, uh, I'm tired, my eyes watering because I'm yawning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You rolling your eyes, like, what, what am I doing? That's here? crazy, but that's the right energy to have, I, I would imagine. You know what I mean? Good, better, and different. I'm saying, like, man, I noticed that by, it was like Wednesday. And I was like, when I'm, on, when I'm on my time, I'm getting it. Like, what's up? And then as soon as I, you know, go from that to the, walking into them glass doors, it's like, man, where my energy go? Like, ugh, this shit. You're a boss. You're a boss. Like this shit again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Energy that had a taste of that boss life. It's kind of hard to go back. Hey, hey, that goes back to it, man. That's hey, that, once you can realize you're Superman and you can fly, it's kind of yeah. hard being Clark Kent. It, it's hard to go back and put a suit on when you've been wearing a cape all day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's that energy, man. That's that hustle and motivate. That's that nip. Hustle and motivate. Hustle and motivate, man. You hustle, you motivate. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Bro, that's crazy, man. I think that's why it's so important to have it, you know, create your own, man. We always, always preaching that, man, because there's a different feeling and having that agency, bro. It's a whole different vibe, man. It's a different piece. Like, yeah. There may be stress and starting it up and trying to get clientele, but like, once it gets rolling, there's a different piece when you can say, it's Friday. We're not working today. Don't worry about it. Just yeah, don't even worry about it. Yeah, we exactly. we we're just gonna dot the i's, cross the t's for Monday off. Oh, in this case, exactly. for Tuesday morning, and that's it. We out of here. Exactly. Don't waste that energy, man. Exactly. Go go spend time with your family, the, the people that's that matter. It. Man, we ain't getting no more that no more that back. Ain't no more time coming back, man. That that's what uh brother Chaz with Chad with shoulders, man. Forty three years of living, he grind his ass off, bro. He contributed mightily. And, and and we'll leave a legacy behind, man, that, that few will, will ever touch. You know what I mean? Not just from a creative arts perspective, man, but the brother was so in tune, mm-hmm. right, to the society, man, and, and and black images. You know what I mean? That's powerful, bro. I want to take this time and really say thank you, rest in power to uh, our Black Panther, because... Uh, you were making those movies when you knew you had issues with yourself and you mm-hmm. still gathered the strength to persevere through those times, man. That, that's tough. Yeah, real that's tough. That's tough. And I just really appreciate you giving us more of yourself when you didn't have to. Mm. I know most most mugs can't even get, can't even get up and go to go to work with a headache, bro. This man Exactly. You know what I mean? He sacrificed exactly. and gave us every ounce of him. He gave us every ounce, bro. You know, we didn't deserve it. We didn't and, deserve it. And you know what? I, I think we won't even realize how unworthy we are until later on when you truly look back at his catalog and kind of see his contributions. Then you'll be like, damn, hold on. He did all of this in how many years? Exactly. Five years from now, we're going to look back like, yeah. oh, let me watch this. Let me watch that. It's like, man. That's when it's gonna hit, start to truly resonate with a lot. Yeah, of people, man, that's crazy, man. So I, I say that to say, enough with the excuses, bro. Like 
if that's one thing he showed us, you know, is it's how to live, man, not to make excuses and just go in, build your legacy, good, bad, or indifferent, bro. Because some people just built different. You know what I mean? LeBron said it all the time. So I'm, we built different. That brother was built different, dog. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's, I, yeah, most motherfuckers think they built different until they're trying to do some different type of shit. You're trying exactly. to provide a different type of energy. You know what I mean? Everybody want to be a beast till it comes time to do what beasts do. You know, beast sacrifice, exactly. man. I really crazy. appreciate that about him, man. Like, he really didn't have to give us these last four years. Mm-hmm. He could have took that time, stayed at home, kicked with fam, you know what I mean? Counting his minutes, yep. counting his many blessings. Yep. Grind to the end. He got another joint coming out on Netflix. You seen that? No, not yet. Yeah, it was supposed to come out this month, uh, or the trailer of it was supposed to come out this month. I think they pushed it to the right, though, you know, given the circumstances and whatnot, so. Right. But it's a nice little project. They said he got still sitting out there, man. So that goes to show, like, at the end of the day, what's your excuse? And <laughs> it preaches on what we always talking about, legacy. Mm. Look at his legacy. What his legacy would have been five years ago if he would have just said, what was me? I'm gonna spend time with my family. I'm out. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It made him probably dig deeper. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I can imagine that being a motivating factor, shit. Right. Real talk, man. Beautiful, man. Well, cats, you know, and, and it goes back to that that old time old saying, go hard or go home. And most cats be thinking they're going hard when they, <laughs> when they just. When you really jogging. Prolonging the trip, going home, you know what I mean? Real talk, man. Cause that's a, again, that's a different type of energy, man. It's a whole different vibe when you're when you're committed to something. You know what I mean? When you're building legacy, not just you know. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't want to sound fucking clashing, man. But you know, when you're living in the moment, tell the truth. And and nah, but real talk, like you living in the moment because we all have to. You gotta take time to smell the roses. You know what I'm saying? But why you? While you smelling the roses, you know what I'm saying? I, I still got a hammer and nail in my hand. I'm still bidding the garden bed, bro. Like that's that's it. You know what I mean? Smelling the roses don't mean you stop. No, you better it smell just mean you go. step back and appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But you never stop running. Mm -hmm. Cause you life, never stop running. yeah, it, it moves forward, man. Time moves forward. Exactly. And, and, and it waits for nobody. So you know, cats be like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get my shit together. Who says who? I got time. Who says who? You might be 18 years old. Who says you got time? Who said that? No who guarantees of life. Yeah, that you got more time to get your shit right, man. You get a motor. Then you're gonna die. Yeah, be better, be better now. Be better every day now. Build your legacy now. You That's know my know? biggest thing, man. Like, what am I doing to improve on my yesterday? Oh, okay. And I think that every day, bro. Like, for yeah. Real. Okay. And I know people that probably knew me when I was younger probably like, what? Man, this dude crazy. You don't think like that, but like, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you always got new people. The learned version of me yeah. has grown to this point where it's like, how can I make my today better than my yesterday? Mm. That's it. That's power in that, man. It's like, it, it, it's, it's, I look forward to being old, you know, God willing. Like being an old man because, I, like again to you, what you're just saying is that the younger you versus the you now, and think how much, think how much you know that that seasoning and that and that life gumbo you got going on right now. I'm a, you know, at first you start off a little bland as a young killer, a little whippersnapper, you know what I'm saying? But you living life and getting the different experiences, man, and those are your seasonings, right? Those are your herbs and your spices to put in your your life's gumbo. And then you, every now and then, you smell the flowers. You take a small little sip of that gumbo. You know, you season exactly. the thing. Then you keep on living. You acquire more things to put it in. Exactly. You know, a little bit of sausage, a little bit of scrimps. You, you know what keep, I'm saying? You got to keep stirring it because you don't want to burn. Thank you. You let it sit. You can burn it, man. It can be all smoking. Exactly. That's what life is, man. Life is like a box of chocolates. It's like a gumbo. <laughs> the, exactly. The, the younger version of me couldn't handle the issues Mm. that have presented them in my life right now. The younger okay. me would have... I'm not going to say I would have, like... I would have lashed out. I'll just put it that way. Mm. The stuff I'm dealing with now, I would have lashed out 
and it would have been just been because I didn't know how to handle what was going on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just a lot going on. So, um, mm. but I couldn't handle it. Mentally, I couldn't. Now, it's not even a blip on my radar. I'm like, man, God don't give me nothing I can't handle. Yeah. And look, he done already showed me I can handle way more than this. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even worried about this. This, this is a breeze blowing. In, you know what I'm saying? It's a breeze yeah. blowing. You know what I mean? Man, you know, and, and that goes to, I think, uh, a lot of a lot of the experiences today's youth have and, and that they're dealing with, man, because, you know, it's easy to, I, I look at my kids all the time, like, bro, you got way more than I got. You should, you should not have one single stress in your life, but I can't, I'm comparing apples to pineapples. You dig what exactly. and, and so I think, it's important your, that your stresses aren't their stretches. Stretches, yeah, because yeah. this, this is almost forty-year-old me looking back right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when I was when I was in it in that time frame, it was the same thing. Like, oh man, what is this? You know. But I think that's so important, man, to to provide different avenues and safe spaces. You know, for a lot of teenagers, man, and, and not just just the youth in general, because. You know, I've been on socials a lot, and, and I look at, like, my hometown in the Black Belt area of, uh, in Alabama, and all these little, little whippersnappers out there shooting each other and all this shit. I'm like, bro, it's 2020. How are we, how are we still on that? Like, how, how, how we have not provided a space for these young brothers to, to, to mediate beef and, and to air their grievances without airing out, you know, airing out the space with bullets? Not not all of us have grown. Mm. Some of us are just the older version of our high school selves. (laughs) So if you're just the older version of your high school self, I can't teach my kid not to be, Mm. not to have that same mentality because that's all I know. Because some people just never got it. And if I'm glorifying it to my child, like, hey, when I was out there, boy, we used to get it in. You know what I'm saying? They call me two-gun Tony. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Acts about that, that, that's the wrong example. It's the you know, wrong example. That's so crazy, man. I, you know, I would with with so many, I don't know, you know, there's so much unresolved trauma in the hood, man. Um, it is. And my, my brother-in-law, man, and I keep trying to get him on the pod, man. He he posted a link with uh like a little YouTube clip the other day by Jay Z, and he's having a conversation with the cat, and he was talking about you know it was trauma based and. It, you know, you could be walking down the street and look at somebody, right? And they're like, yo, what, what, are you, what the fuck are you looking at? And, and then you're right. at the point where you're like, who, me? Like, oh, you, oh, you, and then Jay was like, oh, oh you think I see you? you, you right. Think, yeah, you, you think that I, I, I'm looking at your, your vulnerabilities, your, your insecurities. I'm not looking at you, dude. I'm looking past you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You think <laughs> I'm like, I see you. And, and, and it's amazing how yet and still, Somebody can have that because hurt people hurt people, right? That, that that's how it goes, and they still have that. You know, they they wearing their hearts on the on the outsides, and then when somebody takes a look at that that hurt and that pain, they're willing to hurt and willing to kill, um, and beat up people for it. You know, because they don't because they don't have the avenues to to accept what, you know, the trauma that they've got in their life. You know, I give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I'm not going to say his name because I want to let the dead rest in peace. Uh, But I had a classmate that he got killed. They were leaving the movie theater and going to get some food. Mm. And the kid, the the guy that killed him left his house intending to hurt somebody. He left with a knife from the kitchen. And they say he went after a guy at a bus stop like verbally to try to start something with him and but he felt the guy was too big so he didn't mm. mess with me the, my friend was maybe he might have been maybe 160 pounds you know what i'm saying he was with his girlfriend he was about to go in the military and the guy they just happened to you know as they were walking to get some food the guy just happened to walk by and started something with him and stabbed him and killed him and when they asked him why he did it, he said the only time his family paid him any attention is when he was in trouble. 
Fucking wow, you serious? Bruh. And I'm talking about <clears throat> a genuinely great dude is no longer here. Because Just because of that. somebody had no outlet to, to express Yeah, because he couldn't get a hug. Yeah. Because the the men around him were probably too strong to say, man, look, I love you. Right. You know and like whatever you're going through, talk to me. That's, that's, man, it's fucking heartbreaking, dude. Bruh. And that's, and it's, and it's, a, a, million, it's a million stories of that. Yeah. That's, that shit happening right now. It's, a, it's some brother in the backseat of a car looking for some cats somewhere in where, name any town in America that's looking to get some beef because he wants to be accepted or, or he just needs to be heard or he's hurting for some particular reason, man. They have, you know, no avenue to ex explain it, bro. You know where I'm from. And my mm. worry when I was in the military, I was always on high alert. When I went home, I did not want to be that guy on the fucking news where they were like, mm. oh, it's a soldier got killed. He was home business, family. Everybody says he's a good guy, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. I did not want to be that dude. Man, that's crazy. I did not want to be that dude. I never had that thought one time, but I, it's a reality. What's crazy for me is, I'm I'm not lying. When I used to go to my, I used to go back home to see my family, and I used mm -hmm. to go to my mom's house, I literally could not go to sleep until I heard gunshots. Once I heard gunshots, and I'm like, oh, I did the math. I like that's that's far away, so I'm good to go. And I would just go to sleep. I lie to you not, bro. Crazy. Every night, and just imagine I'm staying. I'm home for thirty days because I was in Korea. Yeah. So you had to go home for thirty days because you know what I'm saying. So like I'm thirty days of that, like it's crazy. Like like again like, and we still dealing with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you were 40, not not, not to date you or nothing. <laughs> I mean, you just did carbon date me right there. Yeah, so. yeah, my bad. Not to date you or nothing. You but put a stamp on it, yeah. You talking about some stuff, you know, years ago, man. And it's yeah. going on. So why, uh, you know, I shouldn't say why. These are rhetorical questions, right, for the audience, man. So how are these cycles, and you, you alluded to it earlier, still being perpetuated, right? This is a revolving door, man. And so when you when you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, even though their their message is against injustice, police brutality, inequalities, right, systemic racism, right? That's their message. You know what I mean? But you can see how their message is easily hijacked by somebody who doesn't want to give any credence two black lives to begin with, right? When all they got to do is just say, hey, look at Chicago, look at here, look at there. And 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 true, I mean, they're doing the same thing, those people who, you know, who uh, who say, oh, well, look over here, but what about those, but what about people? Well, but what about this? Or but what about that? You know what I mean? But you can see how the conversation gets hijacked when you say black lives matter, and then some, you turn on the news and you say, but do they? Do they really? You know what I mean? Like, do they matter? Do they matter to black? Do black lives matter to black lives? You know what I mean? I know the answer. Fuck yeah, it does. Cause I see positive things and great examples of people taking care of people every single day. You know what I mean? Cause black lives matter. Take the color out of it, man. We're probably the most accepting, loving people. It don't matter where you from. Hey, that's the crazy thing about. <laughs> you can get down with anybody, man. Like. That's the crazy thing about the people that are are killing us, basically. They're like, oh, well, we're scared. They're trying to take over the world. Like, no, we've always been all-inclusive, baby. Bro. We eating, everybody going to eat. Everybody going to eat. You know what I'm saying? We like, so. Be a bar mitzvahs. We're not worried about being yeah, the, dominant, <laughs> the dominant people. We're, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're, we're all about equality. No, I'm that's telling, our nature is built in our essence. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the the DNA, man. Of everybody, we also have warrior life. spirit. We have warrior spirit too now. So yeah, be careful. Yeah, now if you're gonna if you're gonna do us, then that's that's that's, that's different. But mm -hmm. if you want if you want trouble, we got that. You know what I mean? Got that? We got that by the pound. But so let's really talk about Chicago because I'm tired of people talking about. I'm tired of people bringing up Chicago with no facts. Bro, so let's I, talk uh, about the facts. Redlining is real. Redlining is when the government says 
this neighborhood is going to be 80% black. Mm -hmm. And to the realtors and stuff in that area, you only sell to black people. You don't let white people come down here. That's a real thing. Read people. It's the color of law, it it spells it all out for you. And that's not written by a black person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It spells it out for you. Let's talk about how jobs, jobs in the hood, you don't get the factory jobs. You don't get anything close. You don't get anything on the bus line where people can go and be successful. You know what I'm saying? And not have to worry about the next meal tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's suburb living. We don't really get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you if you listen to the color of law, when they built the suburbs near near the good jobs in in uh, California, those were white communities. Yep. It might be it might have been ten percent black if it was that. You know what I'm saying? So like you're putting us in these areas where there's not a lot of good jobs. You're building these huge ass towers where we can stay. You know what I'm saying? So you're putting a bunch of us in a small ass area. Yep. You're not offering any kind of real food because bodegas don't, don't sell fucking fruit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're setting and oh, let don't let's not talk about those are the the worst schools yeah. in the districts. And it's not because of the students, it's because of the teachers and the funding. You know what I'm saying? Talk about how those kids may be four or five editions behind in books. Mm. They might be in edition two and a school down the street might be in edition six. You know what I'm saying? Playing so let's talk about that. Let's talk about not, instead of you teaching them something that's useful, your electives aren't geared towards the things in the area that they can, they could possibly get a job at like plumbing, heating and air conditioning, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You basically just, and then you got this no child left behind thing where you're just like, oh, you can't read. Don't worry about it. We're just going to let you go ahead and go. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and go. So then you got 18 year olds who can't read, who didn't pay attention in class. And now you're like, go be a, go be a man, go be a woman. Go be a, go be a productive member of society. Exactly. Bro. Exactly. It's easy to talk about, the 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 end product right the the shooting because it's low hanging fruit right exactly nobody wants to talk about the loaded gun in the back the loaded gun in the back right that 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 those conditions that led up to those circumstances because that's a that's a heavier conversation you know what I mean and that's the system working as designed and let's not forget that this is this happened to your grandma generation yes this happened to your mom's generation. This happened to your generation, and now it's happening to your kids' generation. So this is all anybody in the family line knows. The Bro. thing that saved me is I went 30, 30 minutes away from my neighborhood, and I went through these beautiful houses, and I was like, you saw huh, right? how do I get to these houses? Like, how yeah. do I get to live out here? So then I started to try to figure out how to get out there. But if I, all I saw was my three-block neighborhood, if all I knew was those three blocks, mm then I, I couldn't see a bigger picture. I got friends that won't travel here to Phoenix because they like, look, bro, if the 95 don't go there, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> That's gangster. No, and the reality of it is, Rio, is that, and this is obviously to the audience, is, is that nobody's coming to save you. Exactly. They, they, I don't care who the president you vote for. I don't care. Nobody's coming to save you. Exactly. You that is what we're referring to is what they call a community problem. People exactly. have to come together and rectify these issues for themselves, believe it or not, man. Because even even if you talk about the banks only loaning to, to particular people in particular neighborhoods or subprime mortgages, mm-hmm. or they devalue black homes to move them out. And then, you know, you start getting to your gentrification and so on and so forth, right? You have oh. to work yourself to be in these positions to stop that shit. You have to collectively come together, put capital into black banks in order to, to get yourself out of these situations, man. But you don't help it. You don't help the conversation by being against one another that doesn't you know that's still that's always been counter counterproductive and always be counterproductive now i'm not gonna hold it against the banks but people also need to learn 
the value of their credit. Mm-hmm. Credit gets you a you long, now, bro. long way. You got to teach it now. And the thing about all of this, so if if I if I bought a house in the in an area that was redlined by the government to be ninety percent black, mm. the value of my house may only in twenty say I got it for twenty years, <laughs> it may only go up six to ten grand. Yeah. While in a corresponding neighborhood, five minutes ten minutes away, and what was white white only yep. or or ninety percent white, that area. It may go up a hundred grand. That's generational wealth. That's what we pass along to the kids. Like, we don't have that. We have to establish that now. And I think that's what scares white people. White people are scared because now we have the knowledge. Now all we got to do is pursue. You know what I'm saying? Like before, they hid the knowledge. So once once we fit, once we found the knowledge, now we're pursuing. And now we're getting more black millionaires, more black billionaires. See the boy you know Tyler just in Philly. There's rappers that are billionaires. That's man. I saw Tyler man. Perry. I saw Tyler Perry during the other day. I was like, man, you, you he the Billy? Right. Come on, man. So, like, but in these communities, we need to come together. And and I'm not talking about just the older part of the generation, the entire generation, because the young guys gotta understand, like, there's a better way. Yeah. We need to group group our money together, group our, our sources, resources together, and try to bring the whole neighborhood up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, to me, there was nothing that I didn't like more when I lived in the hood. Like you see somebody get a flat screen TV when they first came out. It's like next thing you know, they got robbed, and somebody stole the flat screen TV. Like, bro, they in your neighborhood. They've been working all this time to you just, just have a little happiness every day, and then you just took that little bit of happiness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then they they feel like they already can't get out the neighborhood, so they're like, I'm stuck. I can't get out the neighborhood. I can't have nice things because you're going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the way to be, man. Like, we got to come together, bro. I can't stand that shit, boy. Look the up. fast the fast buck is not the right way to be. That That's it's one thing in life that I despise is a fucking somebody, uh, somebody who steals, bro. Yeah, me too. You work hard for that, man. You sacrifice your time. You will never get time back. I'm going to tell you how much and I you don't sacrifice like that to, 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 to work hard to get something that you wanted for your family. And somebody feel like all they got to do is come and take it, bro. Right. That's a fast ticket to hell. Mess with me. Word and up. my thing is, I could have told you how to get it. You know what I'm saying? In case you don't know how to get, it, I could have told you how to get it. We could have grind together and got ten of them. Exactly. Come on, man. Exactly. Like, what come are on, we man. doing? That's it. Mm. What are we doing? We just got to do better, man. We had to be. We had to hold each other accountable. You know, and it's so, I hate, I don't say I hate, I find myself when we talk about the black community sometimes, because some people be like, but what about, what about, like we already said, right? That's and, why I said that part first. Yeah, yeah. Get all that out of the way first, now let's talk about us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our part. And, and, and that being said, when I say nobody's coming to save you, that does not mean that you're not going to have allies in the struggle, right? Talk about it. Because... When we talk about the social economic conditions of black people, they don't just affect black people. That's exactly. reality check. You know what I mean? So when I'm, I, every every Trump 2020 MAGA damn flag I see down here in Missouri, bro, it, it's attached to a home that's barely standing up. And I'm like, lower income oh, home. Like, hold yeah. on, man. Uh, come on, bro. Like, and we're I, talking about you guys too. We're not leaving you out. We yeah, just, but I, I'm just, just putting it in our time and our and our. I'm just trying to understand what plate, it, you know, are these people eating off of? Because it can't be the, the current plate of our current economy. That I, I I don't know that man's or that woman's finances, but I doubt they have all this money invested in the stock market to where they said the economy is doing amazing. So look. <laughs> white people, black people, China, or let's just say Asian, Asian people, uh, anybody. We talking to all y'all. Spanish, we talking to everybody. This one, yeah, all like, That's why I say community, because we all yeah. have to come together. We all have to come together. Yep. Bro, it's so, it's so much power in that, bro. I'm telling you. That's Once you drop all these labels that they try to put on you, Leftist, rightist, Democrat, Republican, 
moderate, you, identity conservative. Politics. Like once you drop all those labels and you like, look, I'm here because that guy represents who I am. You stop defending people just because you fall under the same label. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get you get rid of that part. Nobody should have labels. We don't need we don't need parties. Everybody should be independent. You know what I'm saying? Then then you just rock with whoever does best for you. That's it. Game recognized game, man. If y'all playing, if you are of the same struggle and the same mindset, because I guarantee you, man, there across the world, right? There are more things that brings us together than separates us. You know what I mean? I, I know. And it shouldn't take tragedy for that to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't. Shouldn't take tragedy. It shouldn't. Who who doesn't want to feed their family? Who doesn't want a job to work hard? Right? Who doesn't want a, a safe space to come home to for the kids to play? Who That's does? It. Who doesn't want that? Who like seriously? Nobody said I don't want my house to be safe. Nobody ever said that. And it amazes me that we're talking about the core principles of just uh, the four basic needs, right? Uh, of, of being a human. You know, everybody wants that, but yet still we allow the powers that be to separate us as if we all want something different. I, I never seen a man that wanted a handout, but then when I when when I when I listen to the identity politics and the, the, the tribal lines being drawn in our current political climate, it's like, well, don't vote for the left because all they want to give you is a handout. I'm looking like who who the fuck they giving it to? Right. Because because when we talk about handouts, right? How dare we not mention corporate welfare? So you're supposed to look at that mother who's who's having enough money at the end of the week just to be considered broke and not be considered poor. You're supposed to look at her and say she's not trying hard enough, but you're not supposed to look at fucking Amazon and these guys getting all these billion tax breaks, right? I was saying, let's talk not about paying, these. Not paying any fucking taxes. Exactly. You're not supposed to look at those guys. You're supposed to, oh, that's a billionaires yeah. not paying taxes. Come on, but you but you will frown upon that 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 brother that sister man that's with that EBT card trying to feed their baby. You know what I mean? They talk about entitlements and handouts. That man is trying to live. The man, that, the man that's fucking you is already 10 times ahead of you. Nine-figure companies taking these bailouts from the government. Bro. While you got small-time restaurants and gyms and all kinds of stuff closing because they're not getting the money, but you got basketball teams, baseball teams, you know what I'm saying? Owners of Huge companies taking the money Bruh. just because of the loophole of you got to have less than three hundred, you know, employees. Your, pay, your payroll isn't isn't high enough to exactly uh, exactly to warrant uh, uh, a loan. Been, some of these companies I'll, been in been in business for five generations, and now they they're closed because they can't get the bailout money because they're not their payroll ain't three hundred thousand dollars. I want to talk to middle class America. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about. You've been on a job all day. Let's say you make $20 an hour. Mm. You get off work. And it's manual labor. It's blue collar. Yeah. Grind. Get off work. Because back home, we got the shipyard. And you know what I'm saying? The shipyard pays well, but you got to be in there every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They pay well when you're there, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So imagine you get off work. You go home. It's some people shooting up the street from your house. You got to run in the house, and then you got to figure out, are my kids okay? Is my wife okay? And then she's like, hey, the light bill's due. We got to pay it by Thursday, because if you don't pay it Thursday, they're going to turn it off. Mm. This is a man with no college education, or a woman with no college education. All they know is the grind. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. You're talking about desperate people, man. You're talking about desperate people. Desperate people do desperate things. Yeah, things they'll 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 regret later, but they feel like in that moment they have to do it. Was and that's what you're dealing with when you have these do. type of situations. Exactly. And still in the TV, knowing a damn well man worked hard for it, ain't what you exactly. gotta do, bro. <laughs> and that man might have paid two grand for the TV. You only gonna get eighty bucks. Crazy. 90 but they're not gonna give you value for that all you did is hurt somebody else hurt people hurt people man not now i said it best when they said i made you look it's like exactly. 
look at those man. people in America have been convinced and, and, and make America great again, right? If you truly look at the slogan, man, I mean, you can, you can tie all kind of historical context to it, but when, when I, when I hear it, man, it, it, I, and I hear the, the, like the, the visceral responses of some people and I just be like, you know what? People have been convinced those who, who subscribe to that, that level of politics it's like they have been convinced that America is going in a direction that they don't want and it's other people's fault. Right. You know what I mean? It's not nothing that the man at the top is doing or the government is doing. or It's not the laziness that we have by giving yeah. Bush a second four years. Yeah, it, it, it's, not, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. It's, it's, it's the black man's fault. It's the, it's the Muslim's right. fault. Right. Every, every single year, is or every single single election cycle is a a different political or different person's fault. Right. You know what I mean? Nine eleven, it was the Muslims' fault. Now it's the black people's fault. Then it, it, right. it, the the Mexicans was the, uh, 2016. They taking all the jobs and da 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 da. You know your life don't suck because other people are taking your jobs, bro. Your life suck because you ain't getting off your ass and you ain't committed to the grind. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, and then you're not, not taking our jobs. They're doing the shit we don't want to do. And if you and if and if you are, if you are grinding, you, you're not inspiring those around you to do the same to make your community better. That's that, that's why your stuff is where it is, because the system is designed to have haves and have nots. Exactly. Capitalism. You're not supposed to be in the middle. <laughs> you're supposed to either have it or trying to get it. You know what I'm saying. That, that's crazy to me. That's why when you, people start putting R's and D's next to their name, they, they got to miss me with that shit because it's, it's hard to subscribe to when the, when the answers are directly in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. A thinly veiled smoke screen at best. All you got to do is just ask yourself, why is this man hollering law and order, law and order? If, if he's the law and order candidate in this particular political race, then why hasn't he fixed this shit? Because it happened on his watch. Exactly. You can't say it's going to be and his watch it's going to be like this and that guy's America when this is your America. <laughs> this shit is happening under your your tutelage. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Politics is turning to gang warfare, bro. That's it, bro. Without the gun violence. That's the only difference we don't have. We don't have the gun violence. Bruh. You got people that are Democrat that won't vote for a Republican bill just because it's a Republican bill. Yeah. We don't like it. Bruh, like, it's for the betterment of America. What happened to that? Whatever makes America better. Bro, them you know what would make America great again? If we got rid of a, a lot of the people in their office right now, mm. in the Senate and the House of Representatives, along with the president. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, we changed our mind frame. Like, politics mm -hmm. matter, not fucking America Idol. I'm not voting on America Idol. Yeah. Politics fucking matters. It, it it became big business to be a politician. Yes. It, it, I mean, some of these guys be lawyers or what have you, man, but a lot of them come in just, you know, decent, moderate living or what have you. And They're they leave, fast talkers. Yeah, leave, fast talkers. leave millionaires because of lobbyists. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Exactly. It's, being a public servant, because that's what you are, you're there to represent. The, you're supposed the, the, to be. Supposed to be, right? You're supposed to be a public servant. You're an elected official there to represent because you can't have no taxation without representation. representation. Exactly. So you are the said representation for your people who are saying, hey, government, take this money out my daggone check to make my community, my state, my federal government, whatever, better, right? And so don't people there to represent you, but it's become you know, profitable to stay there 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and you don't have to do shit. And never do anything for the community you represent. You don't have to pass once. You come in, vote if you want to. Don't, don't clean up a park. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Don't paint a curb. Don't do nothing. It's crazy, man. That is, I, and I, I, I get, you know, if that's, if that's the hustle, then that's the hustle. Then everybody should run for office the way I see it. If, that, if we're not going to change that, if we're not going to put term limits in the Congress, you know, and then what... Right. You, you're going to get what you're going to get, bro. That's reality. I, I kind of feel like the president shouldn't run unopposed in his own party no more. I don't like that shit either. Yeah. Make make you, if you're not the best candidate for us right now, run again. 
You know what I'm saying? Like have have competition brings out the best, supposedly, in people. That's what they say. So if we're if we want to get your best, we need to have some competition for you. That's it. That's it. I, if I if I got to almost want shorter end. term limits, like two. You know what I'm saying? Bro. I think we should have an opt out clause after two years. I I think four years is good. I want to opt out because motherfuckers be think about how long we've been campaigning campaigning for 2020. This dude been running. <laughs> He's running for re-election since 2018. So you would literally win and start campaigning for a real, uh, you know what I'm saying, re-election. No, he wouldn't. America does it two years out. Now, the opt-out clause is not saying you got to, we got to vote. I mean, it, it's, it's a vote, but we're not saying after two years, you're going to be out of office. Mm. Maybe the third year, you just get a year off. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we opt out early, if we get enough votes to say, get them out of there, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be in popular that votes. Popular votes. Not none of this shit is going on in 2016. Yeah. Then the election moves up a year. You know what I'm saying? You can. I think who has that? I think that's is that. Uh, I want to say London and their parliament. Think about how much a president would get done in the first two years to make sure that shit never happens, bro. Um, they have you can. I I want to say it's Britain. You can you can recall the fucking right. president like the people. Right. Like, hello, bro. It's 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 I mean, it's one of those countries. I, I'm pretty sure it's that one, but and we should be able to do that. We probably can, but nobody has the knowledge to know it could be done. I don't think we can, in America, bro. It, the civil war all but broken out at this fucking point. You got the yeah, country. yeah. I don't know. You had a a, a a sitting member of Congress this week, uh, Higgins, talking about shooting protesters. And I mean, and tweeted it out. I'm like, you, you know, we can hear you, right? You know, we can read, yeah. Like I this guy's an elected official. What happened? What happened when the fight comes to your friend? What happened if that happens? Somebody kills somebody. No, it's somebody right. black gets killed by somebody because you. And then they say, hey, he said green light. We should be shooting protesters. Yeah. What happens when somebody in that person's family retaliates yeah. on you? Because you're the fucking sitting member of of council that said we that we should be shooting protests. He gonna put his hands up as if he never said shit and nobody, hey man. nobody hey man. Can hold him accountable. Keep your eyes over here, man. <laughs> man, LeBron. Get LeBron, Get LeBron, LeBron just blocked by Westbrook shit with two hands on the glass. Like like this guy's 17, okay. 17 years in the league, man. Come, Come on, on, man. Still God. got the legs out there. They're get hopping like that, man. So I'm sorry, I was a little bit distracted, but the points are still valid. <laughs> the points are still valid, people. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't be, don't be distracted because Rio told y'all to be distracted. Y'all wouldn't even know that I was looking at the Lakers unless he said some shit. If y'all saw this play, y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. I had to do it. Yeah, man, our show was all in. I was talking to him. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, but man, we just um, we just got to be committed, man, and, and to holding people accountable and calling them out on their fucking bullshit. That's what it is. I want to do a poll. Okay. How many Americans? How many Americans really care that black people are dying like this? I think. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on who you're gonna who you're gonna poll. Um, everybody. I don't believe in little polls. I mean, like sending that shit to everybody on Facebook to <laughs> see. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really care? I think so. I, many I, I'm lines. just curious to see what they say. So many so lines. I, so, in my experience, there's been white people, Asian people, Spanish people that are like, hey. We believe that Black Lives Matter. What do you want us to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what can we do to help? That's the question. How would you answer that question? The and short answer? We didn't prep this, so he, he's really good. Yeah, no, no, of course, yeah. I, I want to give it a, a, a conscious thought. You know what I mean? But I don't think there's there's one one set answer. You know, some people would say, okay, come and march with me. Help come take up my cause. But if I say, 
me and the short answer, what I've been to when starting it, it was, would be you and be allied to my cost and help build my community or help me build my community because you may have access to a resource that I may not necessarily have. Or knowledge. Or knowledge to said resource. You know what I mean? You may know that I'm over here, I'm gonna try to build, I'm trying to get these kids off the street and build like a, a after school coding center or right. kind of tech center, fucking a watch making factory or whatever the case is. Yeah, anything. I mean, anything, anything to get people's hands busy, right? Cause you know, idle hands and whatnot. Idle mind. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. So I, I would start there. And then if they don't know somebody, I would encourage them to ask somebody because being visible is, it's an important thing because so many people in America don't don't live around anybody that does not look like them. You know what I mean? Right. How many and times have you heard it in the army when it was like, man, the first time I met a black guy was when I joined the service. You know, how many times have you heard that shit? I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Where Way more than I'm comfortable being, <laughs> being the case. Like, how many times have you heard that? It's real shit, though. You know what I mean? And so, we, Or we, even a Spanish guy. I've never seen a yeah. Spanish guy. It's like, what? A lot, of, a lot of cats are like that, man. And, and that's get to know your neighbor, man. So I would say, just help me build. And in turn, I'll help you build yours. You know what I mean? Because the company, right. just have a conversation, you know? And, and, and that's it, man. Um, it's a start. And like, again, there's no one set answer because it, it's, at this point, it's going to take every single ally you can fucking have, man. I, I want you to put put the the fire to the feet of your local politicians and school mm. board administrators and, and let's use your influence to get better situations created for these kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And better mm. situations created for these communities. There's no way anybody should be living in a 12 story building and 95% of them are section eight or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what kind of programs do you have for single moms? What kind of programs do you have for single dads? You know what I'm saying? What kind of what kind of programs do you have for people coming out of jail? Because my uncle just got out of jail. He's been in jail my whole life. So, like, what what did you teach him before he got out? Mm. What programs yeah. do you have for him once he returned to civilization? Yep. And this is a dude that was in jail when Atrax was around. Damn. Imagine how just you getting out and trying to wrap your head around having a phone in your pocket all day, having right. an app, having Google that can tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, recidivism was, is real. Yes. Like, it, this system is designed for for people to go back. Reincarceration. We, yeah, because again, prison is, is business. Yep. We, we, we have to change that because once being, you know, being a, a prison owner became profitable. Everybody became fair game. Prisons shouldn't be privatized. No. They shouldn't be privatized. Should not be privatized. Because if, if I can make a profit off of locking a man up, the first thing I'm going to do is do what? I'm going to create a war on drugs, and, and I'm, I'm going to criminalize fucking and drug use so I can lock up a, a, a plenty of these people. Let's talk about the fact that you also have a deal that they have to keep your jail yeah, eighty percent field, right? Full. That's crazy. What? What kind of fucking deal is that? Right, like. And that pressure. I have to keep your jail eighty percent full. That all that pressure rolls backwards, right? That don't even make sense to me, bro. Because guess what? Those congressmen, they invested. They 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 got exactly. they they got interest in in those prisons, and that's why they put them strategically where they located them at. You know what I mean? And, and 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 that warden is invested in that prison, that sheriff, all the way down to that cop. The cop is just the executioner yeah. of, of said policies to lock people up to, you know what I mean, to stack, continue to stack the books, man. And so I don't we, think people realize maximum security prisons are basically solitary cells where you're in isolation the whole time. Mm. 23 hours a day. Can you imagine that? Being a little ass cell? I can't. I'd be like, look, I don't want nobody fucking with me. Just feed me and let me take a shit. I'm good. No, but the mental thing, like, so people yeah, don't realize yeah, you yeah, need I to know. be able to socialize. <laughs> no, and, and it'll that's drive the human experience, right? Yeah. 
humans are not are not meant to live in isolation, bro. Right. What's up? So man, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know, man. I, America, I, we don't have enough band aids to fill these wounds that we have. No, man. But I think if we continue to have the conversations on platforms like this and others, you know, either one, you you may motivate the right person that's going to help change this. You never know unless you have the conversation, man. But we have I, to demand more from our elected officials. People got to start showing receipts, bro. I don't want conversation without action. I don't want to keep talking about it just to talk about it. Oh, yeah, no. Fuck no. You know I mean, that's the point, bring right? Bring the action. 2020 is about bringing the action. Yeah. 2020 has been a jacked up year. But oh, if we can get real change done in America by the end of 2020, then it's not worth it. Because of the people we lost and the you know yep. stuff like that, but it it helps. Man, I think I think our leaders, as in the black community, the white community, every community, they need to set goals and let's let's try to reach these goals by the end of the year. Mm. Right now, there's no clear goals. It's like, oh well, we need to stop killing black people, like. Okay. As you can see, that shit picked up. So that you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to have real goals. Bro, I mean I we need to set real goals and let's let's accomplish some of these real goals. Again, though. I want to know what they're doing with all these Confederate statues they're taking down. Are they melting them down? Or are they just sitting in the warehouse somewhere where they're gonna be like, just give it a couple years. Hey, put them, put them somewhere. in the museum where they belong, man. Put them in the museum where they belong. Yeah. <laughs> Because it, it, I mean, yeah, build a Confederate museum and just put them in there. Put just shove them all in there, all of them. They can, you can put them nut to butt, pack as many statues in that motherfucker as you want. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, by all means, because America has yet to reconcile its ugly past, and so it's going to rear its ugly head because we never got past it. You know what I mean? And and no matter. You know, generation after generation, and we just keep kicking the can down the road instead of having the conversation. You know what I mean? And the same way we talk about violence in the hood and shit like that, it's the same way the cycle is perpetuated uh, in the rural areas about don't trust those people, we don't like those people, and then that hate. You, you grew know. up in you grew up in Alabama. Talk about it. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying. From you know what I mean? Like real talk. Because nobody comes out the womb hating anybody else. To learn behavior. So this is learned behavior. It's learned behavior. And you can't be a product of your environment. You, you have to challenge yourself every single day to be a product of your imagination, right? Imagine something different. Come Imagine on, man. the world in a better place. Tell Imagine, tell I'm saying real shit. Product of your imagination, I like it. Imagine your, your family doing better. Imagine fucking your community doing better. And then when you stop imagining, and you, and you start, you know, these these daydreams, right? There you go, you start applying that action. And you get like-minded individuals who have that same dream, that same passion, that same imagination. And y'all team up, you co-op and you go forward and execute, bro. While it's, it's, it's not impossible to build your own dream by yourself, it's a lot easier to do with a team. It takes a village. With my clothing line, this shirt right here is a part of it. Man. I can't draw. But I know a whole bunch of people can. Yeah. And I can tell them what I want. You know what I'm saying? I told this guy what I wanted. He gave me four different designs. I love it. You know what I'm saying? It takes a team, man. You can't do it all. You can't build a website. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes away from your creative side. Like, yeah. while you're trying to do the job. All of it? You like, yeah, you losing. You losing. You losing. <laughs> You're losing ideas because you can't be creative while you think about doing other mm. stuff. Yeah. So sometimes you got to let go and let God, man. He'll bring you good people. You just pray about it. That goes to last week's episode when we were talking about building your Wakanda, bro. That's, that, you know, exactly. last week's episode, man. That, that's your circle. Exactly. Right? Because um, uh, every time I, I just watch the movie again tonight, man, you know, because yeah, I've been feeling some kind of way and I need my motivation, man. I need to see... Right. I need to see people that look like me doing amazing things, even though it, it may be in a fictitious sense in terms of that movie right. go. But how how real is that? How that can be real? It has been real when you exactly. talk about 
Black Wall Street and other places, you know what I mean? Exactly. That, that, that has existed before. And and I think if every single person builds that individual will come within themselves, man, we gonna, we gonna be all right as Kendrick say, bro. Yeah. We gonna fucking if you, do that. If you can turn your neighborhood into Wakanda, yeah. and have the neighborhood next to yours turn into a Wakanda, the Wakanda grows. That's it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it starts it starts one neighborhood at a time. Yep. And give these people something, these young kids something to do. Challenge their minds. Mm. Your, your brain, your young person brain should be so bogged with, oh my God, I got so many options to be different. Exactly. Because I see so many different positive examples, bro. I, I take you back to my, my high school experience, man. And, uh, you know, I would spend the summers with my dad, and then I would go back to Alabama, the small town in Alabama, man. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got to high school, and I really started, to, okay, what the fuck am I doing with this? This physical experience I got on this planet, right? What am I doing with this thing? And, you know, I look at my football coach. You know, he invited us over to the house, you know, and I'm like, man, he got a big ass house. He got three cars in the driveway. How did he get that shit? Okay, he went to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his wife's a doctor. I'm like, damn, that's possible. And then, you know, mm-hmm. he put me on a, him and uh, the mayor of our town, man, they put me in a game of golf as a, as a young kid. Me and a few other football players would go play golf with him. And, That's funny, because uh, when I was playing football, they wanted me to play golf, too. Yeah, yeah, but I, here I am, just like, what the fuck is this game? And now, to this day, we talking 30 years later, dude, I still get out there and swing the clubs. And I, I never said I was good, but just, but oh. what they did, but what they did, though, is expose me to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? They exposed me to something fucking different. And to this day, it still resonates in me, man. So you, you people just have to show people those different images, man. And that goes back to your question when we're talking about we have, you know, we build an allies. We ask them, what can they help us do? Sometimes that's all they need to do is just help me provide an image. You can be an Asian lawyer. I, I need somebody to see a lawyer that see me, a come, hood dude, talk to a lawyer. You know what I mean? Come to a community center and just talk to the kids. Yeah. Talk to the young adult. Bro, I'm 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 in the middle of the meth capital of the world. I really find myself till I was twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like I was I was late in the game. Bro, it, it's the same thing around here, man. And even I think we have that since I live in a military community, right? So it's a right. little different. Uh, but not much, <laughs> you know, like it is like, you know, the meth capital in this area of shit, but still, when you look at, the, you know, across the diaspora, right. And, and I'm turning, I'm saying that not just from an African-American perspective, man, but just as a communal perspective, right. When you look across the landscape and you see different people doing different shit, there's, you have to almost seek out, Unless it's in your front door, and a lot of a lot of these places are negativity is on your front step. Oh yeah, definitely. And so you got to seek out the positivity, man. But yeah. and you a lot can, of as positive as your house can be. Yeah, you can walk out the door. As you walk outside, yeah. you can feel the energy change. Hell yeah, yeah, the tenseness that I need. Or to- even your mentality change because in yeah. the house you're good, you're safe, and then like when you get outside the house, it's survival. Like yeah, okay. By any means, I got to make it back home today. So I got to get to school without getting jumped. I gotta make it back, so on and so forth. I met a kid that he lived in Philly. Mm. And he was like, yo, whenever you get J's or whatever, you never, you would have to wear a pair, one pair of shoes to school, change your shoes when you got to school. Oh man. And change it back. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you got a pair of J's living in Philly, the niggas on the block that saw you going to school would be plotting on your shoes while you went to school. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. And he was like, you got to give them up. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, imagine your mom working overtime to get you a pair of J's. You talking shoes. That dude. you get to wear one time, bro. Somebody jack you about And they it. don't. Imagine that mind frame. You you got to go to school every day. I'm 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 I'm. And you're playing cat and mouse before you even get to school. You ain't even awake yet. You see what I'm saying? Like you walking to the bus stop. No kid should have to go through that shit, bro. Bro, I'm telling you, it's (laughs) it's a lot out here, man. It's a lot. It's heavy. You know what? And and, and quite honestly, I was thinking about it from the perspective of the dude that's taking the shoes. 
like imagine this is where you are in your life. Like you have right. to fucking find Chaswick said it at, at the Howard commencement, right? It was like you have to find purpose. Your purpose in life cannot be jacking a young brother out of his J's, bro. That's exactly. not your fucking purpose. Exactly. They can't be you. You can't decide that this Find is a positive purpose. Yeah. You you can't possibly have done that. That means you never look for your purpose, bro. Yeah, pur purpose will keep you. I just young soldiers said all the fucking time, man. When I was when I was an NCO, I say, look, yeah, you know they're going through. They just come to AIT. Hey, why are you doing the army high speed? You know, da, da 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 da. I said, bro, you have to remember your reason. You have to have one. You have to have one. If you just say, oh, I just needed something to do, you're not going to last in that game. Or, or you know, my, my family thought this would be the best thing for me. Yeah, like no, that, no, no. Those are the ones that don't make it, bro. You got to have a different motivation than that because that shit is going to test you. It's going to yes. test you every single day, mentally and physically. Both. Both, bro. And that's what it is, man. And if you if you sitting there and you just kind of you know, wade in the water and don't know you coming or going, bro, it's gonna eat you up and spit you out. Exactly. And life will do the same thing, man. You gotta have a reason to get up. The worst thing you can do is be still. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a reason to get up and keep striving every single fucking day. I'm getting up tomorrow morning. Not because I have to, because I want to, because I want to continue to contribute to this business that you know I've created, and I want to continue to contribute to the the customers that we serve. Because I think that every time I walk into that door, I make a difference in their business. You know what I mean? Or in, in their business, or in their whether it's a church, whether it's a school, whether it's a barracks, whatever that my business take me to, I feel like my efforts make a difference. Or me and my, my, my co-owners' efforts make a difference. You know what I'm saying? I think once you stop moving, it becomes very hard to move forward. Yeah. Once you stand still, it becomes very hard to move forward. Man, if you ain't living, you die. Once you bro. lose that momentum. <laughs> That's it. Once you stop your own momentum, it becomes very hard to move forward. Yep. Very hard to move forward. Never start moving forward. Crazy, bro. Progress. If you're going to look back, do it like the driving. Three seconds. <laughs> just glance. I'm just checking my mirrors, homie. Yeah, that's it. Best, Keep moving, best days are ahead of me, Lord. Exactly, I'm just bro. checking my mirrors. That's it. And sometimes you, you ain't looking back to see your past. You're looking back to see who the fuck creeping up behind you. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. That's it, brother. That's it. That's the truest shit. I like that analogy, homie. Let yeah. them check the mirrors, man. That's it. Real talk, man. Ladies and gentlemen. Really appreciate you guys. Man. And you know what? Real talk. And anybody who's wondering why we named the last episode Wakanda Forever is because Chadwick Bozeman died right after. We found out right after we did the last episode so we didn't get to say rest in power to the brother mm -hmm. um so that was just like our little tribute we like we know you're gone but but how, how timely was that though when we talked about building your individual wakanda and as yeah. soon as we got off the pod bro yeah as soon as we got off like, it's literally. like literally minutes after we got off the pod we found this information out but so it, it, it was it was timely as ever man so i, I like to think uh and i thought about that because you you see how that thing kind of affected me a little bit yeah and i thought about that thing and i was like how do we when we talked about building an individual wakanda like we never had that conversation on air before or in, in general and i right. think you know that was that was purposeful of of, of of the universe giving us that tad bit for that moment in that episode, bro. Because we we never talked about that before, but here it is. The same time that this brother, you know, moved on to glory, we talked about building your individual Wakanda, man, on the same night that this brother passed, and we didn't even know it. Think it's about, about that, being man. an open vessel. Thinking about that, boy. Listen, let them use you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We open vessels, man. Like, we yeah. literally go into this not knowing. Like, today, he was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I was like, I don't know, whatever. It's going to talk, man. You know what I'm saying? We let God use us, man. Like, you got to be open and receptive. Bro, listen. Man. And he will always keep you moving forward. Man. I, he will I, always I, keep 
Man, I just. And do you think you're ready for it or not? That's it, brother. And t- tell somebody you love them, man. Just you, hug them. Just hug them. Mask on, but hug them. You never know who needs it, because you never know what people are going through. You gotta tell them. You you, you gotta say it. My godmom called me today, and we had a three and a half hour conversation. Mm-hmm. And we don't we we I love her to death, but we don't really talk that often. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know the feeling. <laughs> but whenever I need her, she's there, bro. And it's like, I wonder you're an amazing woman and I love you to death. Like I really needed that conversation. Mm. I really needed that conversation. Mm. Okay, okay. Ugh. Getting all powerful. <laughs> all powerful up in this piece. I made your pain say it got me feeling all funny. Got me feeling all funny, man. <laughs> the reality show people live love life check us out on all the major wherever you listen to your podcast man we appreciate everybody that's been rocking with us we we pray that you continue to grow with us and keep rocking with us man and uh please tell a friend we could really use the subscribes the subscriptions mm. we try and do a lot of big things we're trying to make a lot of quick moves but we need you guys to get our name out there and we, we appreciate what you've done. Yes, sir. We need a little bit more. Hey, Tinted Reality Show merch coming soon. Keep your eyes wide open, baby. Ah. You knew it. Ah. Holla. Thank you for listening to the Tinted Reality Show. If you like what you heard from us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or just say, hey, Alexa, play Tinted Reality Show. We appreciate you all. Peace.